three, Earth. Home sweet home. Earth is our home. We got water, we got people, different colors. We got right tree. We got animals. We got school shootings. We got everything on Earth. What more do you want? Hey, what's up? This is El Garto, aka Little Grigio, aka DJ Ron, aka Auntie Garrett, aka etc. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts for years, and uh, I think all the positive stuff and all the self-help stuff is boring bullshit, and I'm done with it. I want to talk about stuff that won't improve your life. I want to talk about stuff that's bad for you. Because I honestly believe he doesn't do drugs and he doesn't do alcohol, so he's got to be nuts. He's you know what I mean? No, there's only there's three choices: alcohol, drugs, or insanity. There isn't a fourth. Give me a fucking fourth choice. When I was younger, one of my favorite things like I ever did was. Every year they had like an independent wrestling thing at the high school and it was some fundraising thing or something or whatever, but we go every year and it was really over the top, like corny and kind of just awesome. And I've seen lots of like old crappy wrestlers like uh, Dunk the Clown there and this guy and that guy. And they'd all charge you like 25 bucks to get a picture and an autograph. And we go every year and just kind of laugh our asses off. <clears throat> and so one year we were there and like a, like a few matches in, and like all of a sudden my stomach's like feeling like disgusting, and I can tell something's wrong. And and uh, you, you wait a couple minutes, you try to let that thing pass, but eventually you know you know you're in trouble. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go now. Like people are watching like th this exciting match between I don't know some guy from like Sitco versus I don't know some like some other guy like Jerry the Snake or something. I don't know. So. so I run to the bathroom, but it's like at the middle of high school, and it's the only bathroom open, and there's no doors on the stalls. But there's no one there, so I'm, I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom, I have no other options. I run in, start going to the bathroom. Diarrhea. Just terrible, terrible diarrhea. It's, it's painful. I might have cried. I feel like I saw stars. <clears throat> and I'm just going and going, and it's not ending. And I hear like the announcer be like, and that's intermission. Or something like that. And all of a sudden, like, a flood of people are coming in. And so, like, people come in, the, the two urinals in front of me, I'm looking at them. They're peeing, there's nothing going on. Then the next guy comes in, the urinals are taken, so he's like, I'm going to go in the stall. Looks in at me, nope, can't take that stall because there's a person shooting because there's no fucking door. Then he goes to the back and goes, this goes on and on, and it's going forever, and people are just watching me shit, and it's really uncomfortable. And... I'm not going to start wiping while people are looking at me. That's weird as hell. So the whole intermission is like 20 minutes. It's a flood of people taking turns looking at me shit. And, so everyone, and if you were there, you saw, you saw Doink the Clown, you saw Jerry the Snake, and you saw me taking a shit on a toilet. And that's what you took home with you that day. And like ever since then, I've been really fucking terrified of using public bathrooms. And I'm, I'm a true weirdo about it, and that's exactly why.
mozzarella sticks, the most important app of our time. They've revolutionized the American menu, some would say. I'm very excited to be in my own bathroom eating mozzarella sticks from the Avenue in Dorchester with my friend Mozzarella Merrill. What's up, Merrill? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Thanks for the sticks. I've never eaten one in the bathroom before, so this is exciting. It's kind of nice, right? Yeah. The wine to the table. Yeah, we got some wine. We got some watery sauce. It's going to be good. All right, let's dive right into it, man. Right. What do you know about the history of mozzarella sticks? All right, so I looked this up because I wanted to, you know, start off with some, some true facts. And most people, I think, when they think mozzarella sticks, they think, you know, this is an Italian dish with the sauce and all that shit and cheese. But really, the first uh, recorded recipe of mozzarella sticks was from medieval France in the year 1393. So mozzarella sticks are at least two times older than this country, which I think that's pretty amazing. Damn, it needs a flag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should get, get that going. I like that. So uh, we've been talking about mozzarella sticks for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. We've been wanting to do some sort of coverage of, of this delicacy <laughs> for a while because... They really are like a, a revolutionary food. Like everyone fucking likes them, and there's it's so, it's so such a rich topic to talk about. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we always touch on, and one of them I think is the value of the stick. Yeah, yeah, we could go on forever about this, but cheese is a real conspiracy in the uh, in the economy of food. Um, you can look it up at McDonald's. They charge you a million times more if you put cheese on something, but it doesn't cost much more. We won't get into that today, but. I did I crunched the numbers, uh, so some is that, is that a is that a chart there? Yeah, it's a spreadsheet I made. I even colored in the columns. Oh, that's nice. I did this at work. Um, <laughs> so I live in Worcester, and I looked at one, two, three, four, about ten pizza places, because you know I'm at pizza places, which I think uh, you know reinforces that Italian stereotype. Um, oh, Garrett's going in for yeah, the first dip. I don't know how that sounds, but that was a damn good crunch for my ears. It's a nice bite. So, we always thought mozzarella sticks were mad overpriced. They're always like one of the most expensive things on there, but you always want to get them because they really are the perfect appetizer. True. And so again, I looked at 10 pizza places in Worcester, found the uh, price per stick uh, value, <laughs> and another thing we want to talk about too, just quickly, some places don't tell you how many you're going to get. And that is bogus. It's so fucked up. You spend like a, you spend, you know, six to eight bucks on mozzarella sticks. Sometimes they'll give you five. Yeah. Like they can give you one potentially. Like it, it's, it's the biggest grift going. Although some of those big, huge square ones you get at. Yeah. Those could be cool. Yeah. I was thinking about those. Those are a little fancier and you eat them with a fork. I never see those in delivery really. Yeah. Yeah. They are good though, but it is a different experience. Yeah. But this price per stick thing. So in Worcester, um, which, you know, the economy, I guess is different here than, than there. Um, the average price for a stick was about 75 cents, which seems very high to me. Yeah? Yeah, 75 cents? It's almost a buck. That's three quarters. I know, like, originally when we were talking about it years ago, we were psyched when we could find it anywhere under a dollar per stick. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I remember us thinking it was so overpriced, and then looking at it, I was like, eh, I mean, it's not as overpriced. Mm -hmm. But I still think it's expensive. Yeah. For nothing. Like, it, there's, there's two ingredients. Like, I can get a bag of hot fries for a dollar. Yeah. And then, not even a whole mozzarella stick for a dollar. I know, places. yeah. It's crazy. Like, I remember we used to being able to get a slice of pizza for a dollar. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, way bigger than a mozzarella stick. So, I don't know. It, Something's going on. Yeah, they're great, but price-wise, I think we're all getting ripped off, and I think people should act. So, what are you thinking? What's, what's the uh, 
price per stick that you're looking at where you decide if you're going to go for it or not? All right, I, I tend to go medium. Mm -hmm. They're small, large. You can't find mediums, but I find mediums to be a good value. Because there's enough in there where you might have a couple left over for the next day, yeah. which I guess isn't even that much of a treat. But if you order too few, it's like, yeah, whatever. And then if you have too much, they get soggy, they're no good. Yeah, by the time you get to the end, they're different. Yeah. The beginning stick versus the end stick. Oh, God. I guess, all right, let's, should we bring that up now? Yeah, tell Cause, me. Because that really is the biggest, me. biggest fucking thing about mozzarella sticks is, in my opinion, the sooner you can eat them out of the fryer, the better they are. I think they have a shelf life, mm -hmm. like a quality shelf life of like 10 minutes. Because you get to the point where the cheese isn't gooey, it's, it's like eating a cheese stick covered in like bread. Yeah, I got a spoiler for you. These ones taste good, but they're already past the gooey stage. Are they? Yeah, yeah, I got it dig in. Yeah, go ahead. But the thing is, they look crispy on the outside, so you think the inside would be, you know, gooey, but... Mm. It is loose nice breading on there. Yeah. What do you think is more uh, important, breading or the cheese? Well, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That is something that I... This is, this is a hot take coming at you. Uh. I think the cheese doesn't matter at all. At all? At all. Well, no, 1%. But like it's all about the crust, cause like cheese is good no matter what you do to it. Like even if it's burnt on like the side of like a fucking mozzarella stick, like the, you know like when it leaks out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like even that's good. So you don't have to worry about that. But the breading though, like the crispiness really makes it. I do love the breading, but like I feel ripped off like when I get a mozzarella stick and that first one I bite it doesn't. I want the, if I get the stretchiness to it, it's gonna yeah. be a good review instantly. Oh, I know. I used to work at Southwick Zoo and this pizza stand and we could make our own mozzarella sticks because well we couldn't it was stealing but we did yeah and like you'd eat them like as soon as they came out and that's my favorite ever and it's not even for what it was it's just because like the sooner you get to them the better it is that's your favorite stick ever yeah and I think that's where you get the best balance of cheese and um, breading because it's as crispy as it can be and the cheese is still gooey but you know, ten minutes later, it's it's bogus. How do you feel about reheating them? It's a fool's errand. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a waste of time. My favorite thing as I got older about mozzarella sticks is it's a topping. Yeah. If I get a burger or something or a chicken sandwich, I slap on some of those mozzarella sticks. And yeah. I get an extra layer of gooey cheese. The sandwich keeps them warmer longer too. Yeah, I remember the first time I really experienced that was TJ Fridays. They had a burger that had like a like it was like a circle patty. Of cheese, Ooh. like very specifically made to go on a burger, and they they fry it and put it on, and you bite into it, and it was like a gooey like mozzarella stick on this burger, and it was fucking tight. But I know you guys put them on pizzas all the time, which is also delicious. It's wonderful. Uh, I don't, I can put it in pretty much anything. Yeah, but uh, you have something you call the gooey cheese myth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously commercials are you know. To, 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 to trick the uh, the masses of the uninformed, but you always see like this gooey cheese spreading out. You see it in Taco Bell too. Like I don't know why that's cool. <laughs> like I'm not saying it isn't cool, but I don't know why it is cool. Mm -hmm. Like what's so great about cheese that stretches across a room? Yeah, I always wonder why I like it better. Yeah, and maybe the commercial just conditioned your brain to think maybe. it's the 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 highest form of cheese, but. It, it, it never happens. Yeah, it's rare. It definitely is a test I think about every time I bite cheese. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. It's rare. It is. And I think that also goes back to 
it uh, it being cooked right away. And that's why I'm gonna give another hot take. Delivery sucks. Mm. Like I'm super lazy, so like I will always use it. Yeah. But like your food comes like an hour after it's made. Yeah, they're not a deliverable food. Yeah, yeah, especially but mozzarella sticks. It's like they're old. Potential. They're old. They're cold. Yeah. I don't know another word to rhyme with, but but they're sold. Yeah, yeah, but they're sold, and and you get them, and they're just. I feel like we're all just on this path eating subpar mozzarella sticks, <laughs> and it really upsets me because it's a great food, but I don't think we're getting the the full deal. I can't argue with you there, man. Uh, well. I think we've got to finish eating these, and I want to thank you for sitting in my bathroom with me while we eat mozzarella sticks yeah. to talk about it. Yeah, let's get it. I'm going to bite into this one right now. This is Chloe pajamas. I'm not in the mood to play mayonnaise mask on your vagina with Chloe, especially while she's wasted. Today's special recipe is a McKill Me Please. First of all, you have to be driving past McDonald's way too early in the day to want McDonald's. You're probably hungover. Next, you have to have just $6. Third, you have to pull into the McDonald's, get two McChickens and two McDoubles. Next, you need to get your sauce of choice as a, both a glue and a lube. The sandwich consists of the McChicken on top of the McDouble with your sauce of choice in between each of the bread layers. Two of those total for $6, and you're on your way to go work. Stories to share with your friends by Anonymous. The Massage. My buddy asked me if I wanted to go get a massage one night, and I was like, oh yeah, sure, I'll go for a massage. So we go down to Providence from Stoughton. It's like this weird building we went to. It's like locked down inside, and you have to knock on the door, and a Chinese dude slides the window open and checks to make sure you're not a cop or anything. Then he unbolts the huge door. He brings you in a room and tells you to strip down and gives you a little plastic bag for all your money and stuff and they take your clothes. Now you're just sitting there in a towel. So now, they take you from that room and take you to a steam room. It's like a closet and you're just sitting there with a bunch of dudes. You sit there and wait for the women to come. When the women show up, they pull you out one by one they take you from the steam room into a shower room, which is a big dark dungeon thing, which is pretty much what I'd imagine a prison shower being like, but all the lights are turned off. The woman sits you down on a table and brings out a shower hose. She starts hosing you down and washing you. So she's washing me, and I have no idea what to expect, but I'm just going with it, and she's washing me, like all the parts. Then she starts getting in my butthole, and I'm not feeling that. She's getting way up in there. You don't like? She says, and laughing at me, and I was like, nah, could you cut that out, please? Now she's done showering me. She brings me into another room, and this one's got weird Chinese restaurant music going on, and it's dimly lit. She put me on the table and starts giving me a massage. It's not the greatest massage, but she's rubbing me down. Then she says to turn over. Then she starts rubbing my chest, and then my leg, and then she starts jerking me off. Pretty much from there, she just jerks me off with a bunch of lotion. <laughs> and kind of blows on my wiener a little bit. <laughs> so when you come, she lets it go everywhere. She jerks you off. There's cum everywhere. No control. Then she brings a hot cloth over and starts cleaning me up. I remember being really awkward about it, thinking how weird the whole thing was. I start putting my clothes back on after they bring them out to me. 
I start putting on my boots and she walks over <laughs> and starts tying my boots. This made me feel weird too. So I asked, so uh, where'd you come from? And she says, I came over here on a big boat. And then that's pretty much it. And you give her like 20 bucks. She was decent. I mean, it wasn't the best handjob I've ever gotten. She was nice. <laughs> the shower room was probably my favorite part in the end. <laughs> All right, so I just want to take a minute out of my day to say fuck horseback riding. Uh, last week I went on a trip to Aruba and it was really awesome. And we did a bunch of cool stuff and I had a blast. But one thing that really sucked was we went horseback riding and like I've never had any interest in doing that. It seemed boring. And anyway, but we did it. So went horseback riding and right from the start, like you're on this big, like smelly horse and they're all they they're all big and connect however they want. You don't know if you're gonna fall off or whatever. And um so that sucks enough and then it starts moving and the whole time you're just slamming your ass up and down into this bony fucking horse with a little piece of leather over its back and it just hurts and hurts and hurts and hurts and they jerk this way and that way and they shit over here and they piss over here and it's like it's like the worst most uncomfortable porta potty I've ever been in and but I can't even go to the bathroom in it I just have to hang out with someone who's going to the bathroom the whole time and like it goes on for literally two and a half hours through a damn desert and that's just my ass just punching in the back of this horse and he's just jerking me around and uh, finally get back and like I can't walk properly for a couple days, I can't sit. There's literal bruises up and down my ass. It looks like I got like beat with a bat. Uh, feels like someone like opened my legs and just shot me with a paintball gun a bunch. Um, so yeah, fuck horseback riding. <laughs> Alright, so that is the end of the first episode of Bad For You. I'd like to thank uh, Andrew for making the uh, intro music. I'd like to thank Mozzarella Merrill for coming on and talking sticks with me. And thank you for checking it out. Maybe we'll be back soon. Uh, later. <laughs>